0: Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. And Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. And Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Experience Asheville on a whole new level on a guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, gorgeous views, and van chauffeured transportation. Tours daily, year-round, with coverage and heated rooftop areas. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this
1: is Marilyn Ball and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and you can sign up for the Travel Club, and you'll receive the latest in travel news and travel tips and some really cool upcoming vacation destination opportunities. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website on the iHeartRadio app which is, by the way, the largest podcast platform. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much all podcast platforms have, speaking of travel. So you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world. We know this past year marked the 50th anniversary of the Vietnam War. 50 years. Imagine that. An estimated 250,000 veterans from that conflict still live with post-traumatic stress disorder. And for many veterans, they're finally beginning to reconcile with the wounds that they still carry. And all of us have a moral obligation to help in their recovery and healing of all of those who served. Well, the Blue Ridge Honor Flight is honored to partner with the North Carolina Veterans Writing Alliance Foundation to present Brothers Like These, a staged reading by Vietnam War veterans who will be performing their own written stories through poetry and prose and nonfiction essays. And these stories of selfless service and unimaginable courage unite us in our shared humanity It's an enduring testimony to their shared sacred sense of community, their love, and their brotherhood. My guests today are Steve Henderson, a Vietnam War vet, and Mary Beth Burns, a board member of the Blue Ridge Honor Flight. The mission of the North Carolina Veterans Writing Alliance Foundation and brothers like these is to provide healing through the arts and creative writing to all veterans in our community. And established in 2006, the Blue Ridge Honor Flight's mission is to transport America's veterans to Washington, D.C. to visit the memorials dedicated to honor the sacrifices of themselves and their comrades. And I can say I am so honored myself to have been on the Blue Ridge Honor Flight last year. It's a a memory that will last me a lifetime. So welcome, Mary Beth and Steve. It is so wonderful to have you here. Thanks, Marilyn. Thanks for having us. So, Steve, first, thank you so much for your service, and, you know, I grew up in that same generation, so the Vietnam War was uh, very impactful for my growing up, and my friends, and my community, and I actually grew up in Washington, D.C., so I was right in the epicenter, if you will, of what was going on at that time. How did you get involved in brothers like these?
2: Um we had a primary care physician, uh, Doctor uh, Bruce Kelly, and he actually came up with the idea. And uh, so the first group was his patients, and all of us su- suffered with PTSD, and it had gotten more severe after we retired because we were most of us were workaholics. So. Uh, Bruce called me. I was at Trader Joe's on a Sunday afternoon and asked me, and I thought, this is a bunch of garbage, to be honest with you. And uh, so, but I told him I'd do it because I respected him so much. And the first class, it was a little iffy, and all of us were, you know, questioning it. By the third class, I was sold because when they threw out the first prompt and I wrote that, The day before I left home, my whole life changed. I went from somebody that had a pretty bad temper, that uh, suffered with road rage at times and things like that, and I become a a completely different person. Once I started writing and then reading and sharing with people and getting the response, it it was amazing
1: it this is all very moving and i love that the um arts the writing the poetry uh coming out of your heart and soul is healing and i wanted to find out more about how somebody would get involved in this like do you call people and invite them to come
2: At first, it was totally through the primary care doctors at the VA. They chose us and and presented it to us. And we, you know, a lot of guys were real apprehensive, of course, because, uh, you know, we'd kept this bottled in for 45 years at that time for myself and most of the other guys. You know, we made these big decisions when we were 18, 19 years old that, affect us for our whole life and our family and loved ones so it was like uh once we saw what this was doing we wanted to share it with our younger brothers and sisters so we have since started a group that uh we actually went after iraq afghan female combat vets and we have our first female combat vet so we get ready to change our name in five weeks to brothers and sisters like these and we're so excited about that we uh but we're doing this outside the va and but the va is continuing with the vietnam veterans only at this time and it has gone into the, all the hospitals across the state of north carolina it's gone into uh, two or three other states and it's big interest in 22 visins in the United States including Puerto Rico so this is this is really growing i can say that our success rate is probably over 90% that i think we've got one out of 38 uh, Vietnam veterans have gone through this. It's sad he doesn't want to do it anymore. So it's 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 fabulous. It uh, takes such a load off your mind to share these stories. And uh, I myself got to work with a group of children, and that was amazing. With the uh, Destination Imagination, which is a wonderful program, and they've won the state of North Carolina two years in a row. The first year doing my stories. The second year, doing stories from some of the other uh, veterans in the group, and and talking about age and orange and and all the things that uh, that we suffer with. So uh, with this group, we started this week with a a great writer and therapist, uh, Dr. Uh, Elizabeth Henney. She wrote the book "The Honor Is Mine." It's fabulous. If you if you have a loved one that served in Iraq and Afghanistan, this will explain what they go through. And she did this on basis for nine years as a civilian. But she is heading up our group now, and we had our first reading last night. These folks wrote their stories. They were quite moving. Uh, I myself, through Mary Beth, went to... um, the Catholic school there in Hendersonville yesterday and I read the young lady's stories she was three tours in Iraq and she is an occupational therapist and she fitted a young boy into a wheelchair that his dad had been carrying him around for 12 years so we're getting these stories out, we're showing that we are human and we're not some of the names that we were called, especially the Vietnam veterans, when we come back and in turn, it's welcome all of us home, no matter what age or what war you were in,
1: and that really ties in right beautifully with what's happening at the Blue Ridge honor flight. We are so cutting edge right here in this yeah, community we are in in really honoring and loving our
3: our people, yep, we're very unique and and it's such an honor to be a part of that. It's it's such a blessing to be a part of that. And these gentlemen that I've been working with, brothers like these, I mean, Blue Ridge Honor Flight has had such an amazing impact on my life. And these guys are just adding to it, Um, especially having moved from, you know, we are still taking World World War II veterans on our flights. We're still taking Korean War veterans. But we just really started taking Vietnam War veterans. So this has been really amazing.
1: Really amazing. And when I went on the Honor Flight, there were a few— World War II vets, but mostly Vietnam vets. And being with all these uh, people who had served at that time, men and women, were there on the flight, most of them not knowing each other, but being a brother and sisterhood, uh, being together for that entire day and being honored, uh, is something, when we talk about healing, which is something that I think we need to talk about more. Uh, it's just such a beautiful thing. So when we come back from the break, Steve, let's talk a little bit more about the North Carolina Veterans Writing Alliance and how uh, how you kind of have put yourself into that in your body and mind and spirit. Sure. Great. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Steve Henderson and Mary Beth Burns. We'll be right back.
4: What does being on a rooftop tell you about a city? With Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, you'll see Asheville, North Carolina like no one else can. Kay and her team have done their homework, and it shows. Sharing historical city photos from the 1800s and 1900s, these tours weave an intriguing tale of Asheville's early years, as seen from Asheville's award-winning rooftop bars. Kick back and relax for fun with friends and family and enjoy fabulous handcrafted cocktails, local craft beers and wines, and delicious appetizers while taking in the views from the sky. And you'll love the van for transportation to each stop. We provide a unique experience for visitors and locals alike. It's truly a time to bond, have fun, and learn some pretty awesome history and even make new friends along the way. Tours are offered seven days a week and year-round included heated outdoor spaces and fire pits. Check out their website for tour schedules and ticket information, com. Find them on Instagram, Facebook, and TripAdvisor. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, when an ordinary tour just won't do.
5: Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com.
6: This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you. I took a red-eye flight about a month ago. That means I departed for home at about midnight, West Coast time, and way past my bedtime, and arrived home early in the morning. Having taken a few flights like this in the past, I knew that sleep would be difficult. Planes are not completely dark. There are always sounds, dings, people talking, various announcements. So I learned a great tip that I want to share with you. I packed an eye mask, super inexpensive, to block light. And then I downloaded a meditation soundtrack on Spotify, which I played through my earphones the whole way home. The meditation sounds lulled me to sleep and created a great buffer to the sounds in the plane. I was relatively rested when we landed. For more information about Asheville Regional Airport, including answers to many frequently asked questions, visit flyavl.com.
5: Fly me to the moon,
2: let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on...
1: Welcome to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here with Mary Beth Burns, who is a board member with the Blue Ridge Honor Flight, and Steve Henderson, a Vietnam War vet, and we're talking about brothers like these. And, Steve, before the break, you were telling us about um, coming together and how Dr. Bruce Kelly kind of suggested this, and I'm curious, when when Dr. Kelly came to you, did he suggest, uh, hey, Steve uh i have a an idea for some therapy let's let's write your story how did how did he even approach moving into this realm of healing
2: we first approached me uh, me on the phone because he we hadn't talked about it in his office and he did this on his day off on a sunday afternoon along with there was probably 10 of us in the first group and he uh he just said, I've got this idea and, and you know, and, and he approached it as poems. That was the way it was written up, so that's why we, you know, none of us are poets. So but then he went in and said, you know, we're we're gonna write some stories and see how it helps you. And and I was at the time five years ago where I realized I needed some help. I'd come back to the VA after several years away, and the Charles George had changed it. It's an amazing hospital with amazing employees that treat us with such respect. It's unbelievable. So everything was aligned because I had been playing a part for years, kind of like acting, because I had all this stuff in my head. And so then when we met that first night and we – was for, it was like serving with a squad again. And then we started talking about Vietnam. And it didn't bring up, the prompts were not to bring up bad memories, but to bring up some good and even some funny things. And then we went into the serious stuff. And uh, we had a uh, the state poet laureate, Joseph Bionte, a professor from Appalachian State. He was fabulous. He was our first, resident writer and then Elizabeth Henney came later. These two people are fabulous writers they're fabulous teachers and so they they created excitement in the class and we we never ridiculed each other's writing. We always had positive things to say and we encouraged each other and it was like it just rolled and then uh, we went to Asheville Community Theater, and we did a reading, and the audience was so emotional, and we got a standing ovation, and then nobody wanted to leave. And so they came up to us, and, you know, it felt kind of like a rock star, you know, and, and uh, will you sign my book? Uh, oh, I, or a Vietnam veteran would come up and say, I remember that. Thank you for sharing that. I have not spoke of Vietnam in 40-some years, 50 years. We went to Appalachian State and spoke to a group of young veterans that were going to school there. I think there was 285 of them that had served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And so right after the performance, I had a retired colonel out of the Marine Corps come up, and he said, I just really want you to know what you guys on the ground thought of us. And I said, I, we thought you were a godsend. You're either bringing us chow, getting us out, bringing us ammo, always doing things to help us. And You took, took a, went through a lot of danger to do it. And he just started shedding tears, and he said, I live by myself. Nobody can live with me, and I've not spoken of Vietnam in 48 years. And tonight I feel liberated. And then I got on the bus back to the hotel. And this young vet grabbed me by the arm. I was sitting in the front seat, but beside him in the Appalachian State van. And he said, "My wife has told me I've changed. This is I'm back from my fourth tour in Afghanistan." When she told me this, and she he said, "I didn't want to believe her." But he said, after tonight, I truly believe that I need help, and can you tell me how to get it? And I said, for her, for your children, for everybody around you, this is what you need to do. And so I knew right then that this writing program not only helped us, but it helped others. And in helping others, it taught us how to manage our PTSD and it took such a big load off. I always say it was kind of on the back of my neck. And every time I read or I share like I did with the children yesterday, I go in this ultra high. It's got to be a bigger high than you could ever get on any kind of drugs or alcohol. And, and so, um, uh, and, and I see it in in my fellow warriors, same thing. Uh, to, to watch those guys read their first piece yesterday and see the tension go away from them in their eyes, in their face, their blood pressure goes down, things like that. It's, it's amazing. And, you know, they can't wait to come back. You know, they would do it every night after they get hooked on it. And so saw that yesterday. And this young lady that shared, shared her story the guys just have taken her in she's one of the platoon you know so it's and and uh the encouragement was unbelievable yesterday everybody picked out words from what was read and had something something very kind and something very encouraging to say about it
1: that is so beautiful and when you talk about healing it's 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 so deep, and it happens so fast. Is it when when you get up and, and present these heartfelt and, and raw stories that you're writing, does that make you feel nervous? Do people, uh, you were talking about a hide. Is it as comfortable to get up and and speak?
2: I think it's different for each one of us. Uh, the first time is always very, very nervous. But, but what we have had happen is we've had uh, we've got a a, a rider that is very good, but he gets very emotional, and so one or two of the brothers will get up and get behind him and hold him, and he he will get through his piece. So you have you have that it's kind of really weird when when we do a a reading we usually have a walkthrough if it's big like we're having at uh, the uh, Flat Rock Playhouse the uh, uh, we do this run through and the guys voices are all broke up and some of them you're trying to get them to speak up and stuff but soon as the show goes on their voices get stronger they hold it together And they get that out. You know, we got one guy in our group probably had, I thought I had a bad job in Vietnam after hearing him. He ordered body bags and had to make sure that they were color-coded and the right people got in the right body bags. So, you know, there's so many guys in our group. We've got fighter pilots. We've got, uh, you know, people that served a lot of medics in our group.
1: So it sounds like a really beautiful group, and I want to tell everybody about this um, uh, program that you're doing on Sunday, February 9th at 2 p.m. at the Flat Rock Playhouse, and that's where you'll be presenting your stories and poems?
2: Yes. You know, this is uh, once I spoke with Mary Beth, I knew that we needed to do something with the Honor Flight. They do some much amazing stuff for veterans, I've heard these guys talk about how they feel when they come back to the airport and finally they got welcomed home. And so I knew that we wanted to work with these folks. And when I met her, I just knew that it had to happen.
1: Well, I can tell you when I met Mary Beth, I knew I had to make it happen too because what you're doing and what Jeff is doing, what your organization is doing is so big, so Thank you, Mary Beth.
3: Too well. Thank you, but it's it's unnecessary. We should all be doing these things for our veterans. Definitely. And thank goodness Jeff had the wherewithal
5: to start it.
0: Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals, don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog, rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subaruville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at prestigesubaru.com. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out.
4: Hi, I'm Kay Bentley of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Want to experience that Asheville vibe from the sky? Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours offers up the best views of the city and the best way to see them on a one-of-a-kind guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, spectacular and mountain city views, along with van chauffeured transportation. Tours are offered year-round, rain or shine, with covered and heated rooftop areas. Come sip and see the city from a bird's-eye view with us. Visit com.
5: Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars,
2: and let me see what spring is like on... A
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and it is time to catch up with our fellow traveler, Doc Lawrence, as he takes us along the Gourmet Highway. And today, Doc is in Florence, Alabama which he claims is the actual birthplace of the blues and a legendary river town in a region that they call the Shoals. Well, Doc, you are certainly loving the blues lately, and we are loving digging deep into its history. So tell us all about Florence.
7: Hey, Marilyn. You know, at heart, I'm a river man in love with the meanderings of those great waterways like the mighty Mississippi, the Ohio, the Missouri the Red River, the Arkansas, and yes, the Tennessee. After leaving Memphis, I was filled with songs and the lure of music origins kind of took over. So I followed the Tennessee River and stopped here in lovely Florence, Alabama, a great river town. I guess I was channeling my inner Mark Twain. Music is part of this city's DNA. W.C. Handy's St. Louis Blues is the most famous of the blues songs. Handy was born, Maryland, right here in Florence, Alabama. Sun Studio in Memphis gave birth to rock and roll. While Sam Phillips, the man who made Sun and really made rock and roll, was also from here in this small, great city of Florence. Maryland. imagine the sterility and the barrenness of American culture what it would be without blues and rock and roll. Well, we'd be bored all the time. Maybe it's the water here in Florence that stimulates music creation. I don't know, but if so, I'm going to mix some of the tap water here with Jack Daniels and maybe sit down and write a symphony. Florence has another claim to international fame, far from music. Here in this lovely, small Alabama town, Frank Lloyd Wright's masterpiece, The Rosenbaum Home, attracts visitors from throughout the world. It is a museum, and it is simply stunning. We might expect a structure of this stature from this man in other places like California and Wisconsin, but to have such a home here from the man who designed the Guggenheim in New York City really kind of takes the cake. It's a genuine surprise, and it's stunning. Marilyn, you got to come here and see this. Marilyn, tonight, of course, I'm dining, and I'm going to have dinner with local writers and a few authors. Who knows, if Rick Bragg is in town, he may come over and join us. I sure hope so. Drinks and dinner are going to be at City Hardware in downtown Florence, Why, it's baby back ribs, steaks, fried catfish, and beautiful sides. And I'm placing a bottle of Jack Daniels, I bought just for the occasion on the table for all of us to share. Yes, Marilyn, living is good here in Florence. So for now, and for Marilyn Ball, and speaking of travel, this is Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway in fabulous Florence, Alabama, saying I hope to see you soon in your hometown.
1: Thanks, Doc. I am feeling the love from down there. That's another one for the road trip agenda. Remember, travel slowly, and you can listen to Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, I'm here in the studio with Steve Henderson, a Vietnam War vet, and Mary Beth Burns, a board member on the uh, Blue Ridge Honor Flight. And Mary Beth, I want to talk to you for just a second because... um, Like I said, I was on the Blue Ridge Honor flight last year. It was so amazing. And, Steve, what you had said about when you get back and everybody's at the Asheville Regional Airport and they're cheering you on, and it's so moving. And I could just feel the energy shift in every single person. Mary Beth, you do this all
3: the time. I wish I could do it 24 hours a day, but, yes, I do. And every trip is just as amazing or more amazing than the one before. Every trip is so different, you know, because the people are different. The experiences are different. But that welcome home is just unbelievable. And you do a lot of
1: work besides working with the Blue Ridge Honor Flight with vets. It, yes. This is an important segment of our community uh, that you feel very deeply and strongly about and uh, share the love of yes. your uh, what you can do to help, and you've got a couple of different things going on. And I want to find out, too, how you connected with Steve and the brothers like these two... bring it all together
3: well actually one of our other board members joanne nager and bob haggard are members of the asheville rotary club and they had the brothers come speak to their club and joanne was telling me all about these guys and how amazing they were and i said i have to have to meet them so she connected steve and myself and i asked them if they would come do a program for my rotary club in hendersonville and they did and from there i mean it was like we were just all fast friends and so um We talk pretty regularly now, and we decided that we wanted to do this program at the Flat Rock Playhouse, and the Flat Rock Playhouse has just been amazing. They're giving us the theater to do this. Not only that, but their production team is helping us. I mean, they are just something else, so we really appreciate everything they're doing for us, but um, another thing that I've been able to do is I own a building in Hendersonville. It's actually a wellness center called Epiphany Wellness Center, and we help um, people with all different kinds of things that they are struggling with, stress, anxiety, eating disorders and disordered eating. That's a background that I come from. But we wanted to do something for veterans. And so we have started a complimentary free support group for veterans of any conflict, any age, any gender. And we're meeting on Thursday evenings there at 6 o'clock. And um, I'm blown away every time I walk out of there, the things that I learn and the reading that I've been able to do, thanks to the brothers like these, about their actual experiences, I think we're so distanced from that. Even if you grew up during that era and you didn't go, you can, we cannot understand what they had to go through. And it's up to us. We have an obligation to understand that. Um, we have an obligation to help them, to help them heal.
1: And how can people get more information
3: about um, all of this? Um, well, they can go to the Blue Ridge Honor Flight website, blueridgehonorflight.com. Um, I try to post Facebook regularly about the, the Veterans Support Group every Thursday evening. They can always contact me. My, web, my email address is marybeth at com, And I'm always happy to take an email or even a phone call. So I hope people will reach out and find out more.
1: And, Steve, you had mentioned a book. Is there a book with these stories?
2: Yes. Uh, once we completed, uh, I guess, the first three groups, uh, Dr. Kelly and Joseph Bionte, they, uh, they said, will not we write a book? These stories are wonderful. Let's share it. And so the publisher's been in business for several years. He does mostly uh, professors and things, and we're his... Uh, Biggest customer. Uh, The book is sold tremendously. It sells through Amazon. It's called Brothers Like These. And that's where our name came from. But it actually came from a story one of our original guys wrote. It's at the end of the book, Brothers Like These, about his service, what he went through, how he was treated when he got back. And about going to a reunion for the first time with people he served with in Vietnam he had not seen for years. And this is a a guy from Yancey County. Uh, He'll tell you he's a country boy. But he can write. He's beautiful stuff. And so uh, uh, that's where the name Brothers Like These come from for the book, for us as brothers. And uh, so yeah it's 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 been quite a uh journey for us but everything like that really helps each and every one of us
1: and where could we find these books
2: um the brothers like these uh the weaverville library has it we did a reading there we're getting ready to do one at fairview library we do those smaller readings but uh you can order it on uh amazon uh You can order it uh, uh, several ways on Amazon, but it's it's got some good reviews on Amazon.
1: Well, thank you. Steve and Mary Beth will be back and talking more about the upcoming program uh, at the Flat Rock Playhouse, which is one of the most amazing theaters ever. Mm -hmm. The venue is so beautiful. And talk more about about these stories and, and how it's helping to heal. This is Marilyn Ball. We'll be right back.
5: best way to feel the love is to share it that's why subaru created the subaru share the love event over the last 11 years subaru has donated over 145 million dollars to charity this year we're continuing the tradition right now when you get a new subaru subaru will donate 250 dollars to your choice of charity partners the aspca make a wish meals on wheels or the national park foundation this year prestige subaru welcomes homeward bound wnc and the astral humane society as our hometown charity partners the subaru share the love event now through january 2nd at prestige subaru welcome to Subiville.
1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel, and I have to tell you, the Asheville Rooftop Bar Tour just might be the hottest ticket in town for locals and visitors alike. Kay Bentley and her amazing team at Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours helped organize a group tour for us on a recent Sunday afternoon. We saw a part of Asheville's best views with well-known and new sights to look out over from high above the city. It is, as the name suggests, a tour on top of some of Asheville's fabulous rooftop bars. Sit back and order some handcrafted cocktails, some craft beer, local wines, maybe a small plate of yummy food, while you're learning about Asheville from the early years through historical photos from the late 1800s and early 1900s and hearing stories about what was going on at that time. And then you get van chauffeured to the next rooftop bar stop. It's so much fun. For more information, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com.
5: Fly me to
2: the moon let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on...
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and we're talking with Steve Henderson and Mary Beth Burns about uh, Brothers Like These. It's Vietnam War vets who are going to be performing their own written and true stories. And Steve... I would love if you would tell me, tell us one of your stories.
2: Okay. My last day before leaving home was spent at my family at my grandparents' house. It had orange carpet, and my wife and I slept in the extra bedroom. We had spent my 30-day leave together. i depart the next day for survival training in California. After that, I was headed to Vietnam, to the war. My grandparents' house was beside the French Broad River, a familiar place I loved. I woke up not wanting to let go of my wife. She was pregnant with my daughter, which made it even harder to leave. It was early spring and the birds were singing. My mind raced. I had just lost my best friend two months earlier in Vietnam. My wife and mother were upset knowing I was going to war. My grandfather, the only man in my life, was upset that I joined the Marines. My wife and I got up to fix breakfast. My family was coming by to wish me goodbye. My grandfather's dog was on one side of me and my wife on the other. I talked to my mother about selling my 1968 Camaro SS350, Le Mans blue with a black vinyl top. It was my first new car. I wanted to make sure my wife and new daughter would have money. I was worried about them and my mother. We had a great breakfast, but it reminded me of the last supper. I asked my wife to walk out to the French Broad River with me. We talked a lot about how things would be when I returned. The river was muddy and running swiftly over the rocks.
1: Wow. That is so much detail. You really just went right there to that space. That is so beautiful. How old were you then, Steve?
2: I, was, uh, I just turned 19 years old. Oh,
1: good grief. That is a, That is such big stuff going on. For a 19-year-old. I mean, think about that, Mary Beth. I know.
3: My kids are 20, and they still seem like little kids to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So how long were you gone? How long did you go over there for?
3: My
2: daughter was born three days before I left for Vietnam, and I request uh, mass. And I remember a captain telling me that uh, you're on your way to Vietnam if something happens to your daughter a wife, which my daughter was uh, several weeks uh, premature, that that I could come back home. And so that was kind of rough to take. And then um, so I actually didn't see her till she was over a year old.
1: What a homecoming that might have been. Right. Yeah, must have been. It was, um, and that's a whole other story I'm sure we could tell. At another time of what it was like when you came back because I bet a lot of the stories reflect how people felt when they came back it was just such a different time yeah Uh, people were just so not tuned in and like you were saying Mary Beth of um, you know really feeling like we have an obligation here to um,
3: to bring bring these guys back yep definitely definitely and You know, a great way people can start helping us do that is by coming to their performance at the Flat Rock Playhouse on February the 9th. It's going to begin at 2 o'clock, and we're going to be selling tickets at the door only starting at noon. But other than that, people can always come to the Blue Ridge Honor Flight website, blueridgehonorflight.com, or like us on Facebook because I always try to keep on top of what the brothers are doing and what we're doing and keep everybody informed of how they can participate, how they can help, and just how they can support our veterans and our community. And there's so many. I was really when you were talking about the uh, veterans
1: at Appalachian State, yes. these young guys who are coming back, and women right. yes. uh, from the war today, right, and going back to school. That was a lot. Yes, over 200. Yeah. So right. this is constant for you, Steve. I mean, this can be. This is like the never-ending journey here of bringing people in.
2: It is, and you know, and, and, and you know, we just really want to help each other. But in turn, we want to help families, too, because a lot of people come back from war broken, and it creates issues for their loved ones. And this has been a big problem. Most of our guys, myself included, have been through several relationships. And and so we want to help these young people before they wait 45 years to get out. So, that's where we're at.
1: Well, that is certainly a blessing for everybody. Yes, it is. To be able to um, come together. And, and that's something else that I just want to talk to you about is um, this brotherhood, this community. What does that feel like for, for everybody now that you've created this uh, safe place for, for people to come?
2: Well, it, it it is a safe place, and it, it's something like, it's like serving again because the only people you have were well, you had each other's backs. But now you don't have the stress of it. You can enjoy it, and you don't have to worry about losing that person and never seeing them again. So it's it's amazing. We have had one of our brothers pass away, and now his wife reads his stories. And she uh she will be reading on the stage uh, uh, in one of our readings coming up, reading his story. But she's also written a story about what it's like to live with a combat vet, and it's quite moving. So, you know, it, it's become a family thing. But, it's, but but when we we're in our classes together or we're with a new group like I was last night, And and you will see if you come to the Flat Rock Playhouse how it just all gels together. And the emotions will be there, but the love will be in the air. And I know we we spoke to the uh, Daughters of the Revolution, and this lady started, tears just started streaming down her cheek. And she had tried to make it with a Vietnam veteran. She's the same age as me. And she had blamed herself. She had blamed him. And once she heard us read, she knew what the problem was. It didn't have anything to do with either one of them, but what he went through in war and when he came come back broken. And so she got peace of mind out of it. So we're finding that, you know, I now, which I wouldn't do in the past, I take trips with my grandchildren every year. And in the past, it was so bad because I was looking something wrong was going to happen. So I wasn't enjoying them. But now they enjoy me more. I enjoy them more. And I don't worry about so many things happening or where I sit in a room and things like that. You know, I've got bigger things going on in my life, and and to see how they react to me now. Instead of the the old ball sitting in the corner, now I'm the center of attention. So it's, it's just created an unbelievable atmosphere with my family and myself.
1: I am so happy to know you, Steve, and I am so looking forward to coming to the Flat Rock Playhouse for brothers like these. Mary Beth, I can't thank you enough for— Always being kind of my liaison uh, You're to be welcome community. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, let's just keep the word out there and and you know, the more love and healing and peace that we can bring to each other, uh, the more that vibe's going to reach all over the world. Yep. and that's something that we have to remember and practice. It's a practice, like anything else. So true. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Steve, and we'll look forward to seeing you on February 9th at the Flat Rock Playhouse. Tickets are sold at the door, mm-hmm. beginning at noon. Beginning at noon. And Mary Beth,
3: tell us again how we can all connect. Okay, so you can go to BlueRidgeHonorFlight dot com or like us on Facebook, and you can always email me, Mary Beth at SummitResults.com. dot com.
1: Great. Well, thank you so much, Mary Beth and Steve, for being here on Speaking of Travel. Thank you. you. This is Marilyn Ball. I want you to go out and have a really great week. Mark your calendar. Save the date. Sunday, February 9th at 2 p.m. at the Flat Rock Playhouse. Tickets sold at the door starting at noon. Try to find a way that you can write a story or tell somebody, uh, uh, create a poem or something about yourself that you can share with others when we can pass this love around to everybody, what a, what a beautiful world we're going to live in. And remember, life is short, so don't postpone joy.